Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. Markets had a big reversal today. We'll talk about that. Uh, it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. We're going to talk about what happened with Target today and how that's a tell. We just saw a tell with what happened to Target and the broad market today. And the fact that our markets are extreme overbought on a VR investing system, they are hitting extreme overbought uh, only on our short-term momentum oscillators, but still, uh, that's typically a warning sign. It has been for 18 months, not so much today. That's good to see. I want to start today, though, however, with um, something that's in the news currently. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it brief, and I'm not going to be emotional about it, unlike others. I'm talking about gun control, which they're calling it, which is really, uh, they're calling it gun reform today, but it's really gun control, of course, attack on the Second Amendment. I'll keep it very brief, but today, Matthew McConaughey, Again, I don't, I don't care what any actor has to say about guns, even though he's from Texas. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, is, uh, he, he was going to run for a Texas governor until the polling came back, and the polls indicated he would do worse than Beto, uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, if you can believe that. So then he dropped out. But um, McConaughey was in D.C. today, very emotional. And again, it is a very emotional topic about uh, school shootings. Obviously, those must stop, and I can tell you in a minute how, how you make that happen. Uh, I want to I want to address what's going on here because as Tyler just told me, gun control, I mean, uh, our Second Amendment shall not be infringed upon. This is just it. It shall not be infringed. It is what it is. Law-abiding citizens are allowed to have guns, and that's our Second Amendment, and it, and it shall not be infringed at all because it's a slippery slope. We've seen that in country after country after country. Uh, th- that's really their objective: get a toehold, and then. You know, again, they continue to advance against your rights. And remember, we, we, we don't need guns for hunting purposes. That's not why we have guns. We have guns because we're worried about a tyrannical government. That's what the founding fathers were worried about. And if you, you think that's not a reality, then you've been, you have not been paying attention. Because look what just happened in Australia with Rona and the pandemic. Look what just happened in New Zealand, country after country. How about Canada? Look what just happened in Canada. Again, gun control in all these countries, um, and uh, it's to some extent or another, and it's always the government that overreaches. It's the government that becomes tyrannical, and so that's really what this is about. Obviously, it's an emotional topic, so I'm going to tell you my three reasons, my three ways that we get control of this and that we eliminate 90% of all gun violence. Now, Suicides, of course, are the number one cause of death by gun, right? And they, they, they really never want to talk about that, they being the left, because it messes up their statistics, okay? I don't know that you can do much about that. You know, people that are troubled, uh, that want to take their own life, we're going to find a way to do it. But let's beyond that, I want to talk about how we eliminate 90% of all other gun violence, mass shootings, all of these things. First of all, we've got to remember... Um, we're not enforcing the laws in the books. Very simply, if a criminal, a felon, is caught with a weapon, he does a dime. There is no, that's the minimum sentence. He does 10 years. Now, various states have various laws on the books that are supposed to address this. Very few do, right? Most of these now in Democrat-run cities are able to get out without bail even uh, overnight uh, for having a weapon. Okay, so enforce that law, okay? If a, if a hardened criminal knows that if they get caught with a, with a firearm, that they're going to go do a dime and they won't get out early, they're going to do 10 years, guess what? 
you're going to see guns are very rarely used in these cities anymore because nobody wants to do a hard 10 years. Enforce the laws in the books. Number two, why in God's name are school, any schools in the country gun-free zones? That is an invitation to the criminal, to the, to the, to the crazy, loony person to come and try to shoot our children, right? Schools should be hardened. Schools should be protected by uh, concealed carry, uh, teachers with concealed carry. And signs put up all around the facility saying, this school is protected by firearms. Enter at your own risk. Uh, and then uh, the Uvalde shooting wouldn't have happened. Where, where, was, where was that security guard? Why was that back door open? There are so many other questions that should be first answered before we start talking about uh, the, uh, the dangers of a law-abiding citizen owning firearms. And number three, stop electing Democrats. This is not, a, believe it or not, this is not a political message. This is an honest message. Look at, the, look at all the most violent cities in this country. Every top 10 city in this country, uh, the worst violence, it, they're all run by Democrats, and they had been for decades. This is not rhetoric. This is fact. Democrats don't enforce the laws in the books. Criminals run wild. They are, these, are, these are war zones in many of these, uh, some of the largest American cities. Stop electing Democrats. And I would just ask this question of Matthew McConaughey and others. If you live in Chicago, every week is Uvalde. Every single week for years is Uvalde. Where, where, where are these emotional protests there? Why, why haven't you been in Chicago and other inner cities like Philadelphia, Detroit, L.A.? Why aren't you there? having these emotional conversations about uh, uh, kids being shot by guns. So these are some very, I think, honest and direct questions and, and answers as to how we can get control of this problem right away. Otherwise, you know, this is all, it's rhetoric, it's propaganda, and it's all designed to uh, really diminish and uh, eventually try to take away our Second Amendment rights. Okay, uh, moving on. I'm going to write this up and I'll have it into an update as well. Soon, I think we all realize these, these are common sense strategies that would work if they really wanted them to. Uh, but again, good day today in the markets. Um, you know, we got the Target news this morning. Target, uh, for the second time in three weeks, Target cut their profit outlook and said that they've got, uh, they, 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 they're having a hard time managing their margins, okay? That sounds like a company-wide problem to me, doesn't it? Uh, rather than a market problem. But anyway, we know inflation's at the root of all this. We know what's causing the problem, and uh, Target's failing at addressing it. Anyway, the stock was hit. Uh, the stock's now down. At one point today, it was down 40% over the last, uh, what, uh, three weeks. 40%, right? Uh, oh, sorry, 40% so far this year. and was down about 8% this morning before the market opened. It did rally back, as did the markets. And that's what's impressive. It's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. My, my first mentor, Ted Parsons, rest in peace, Ted, taught me this over 30 years ago. Uh, to not pay attention to the news, but how the market handles that news. That's the tell. That's the tell. That's the lasting tell. And we saw it today, didn't we? You know, the, we were down uh, sharply today. But NASDAQ futures were down, I think, 180. Uh, Dow futures uh, down about 280, 300. And we opened and started rallying right away. And then again, textbook, right? Kathy Wood's ARC. The same tells that we've been watching here, folks. The same leading indicators that we've been talking with you about every day since those May 12th lows. 
rallied again today. I don't know if other people are, are talking about this or not. I, I know that we are, and I know it's been it's been really kind of a kind of a, a guiding light uh, to 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 recognizing the direction of this market. Cassie Woods Arc, uh, which is now up about thirty percent from those May twelfth lows. Okay, leading the market higher after first leading the market lower, first in first out. Uh, Arc turned positive. Then the semis turned positive. Then the small caps turned positive. Right, tech turned positive again. This is this has been the way, and it all happened again today. So it's, it's really been a snapshot of this entire rally that we've seen higher from the May twelfth lows. We saw again today, a very very bullish. Even though, and I have to repeat this, based on our VRA investing system uh, uh, momentum oscillators, we are at extreme overbought. We are we are we're at extreme overbought over the last eighteen months. This has been the, this has been the time that the markets have reversed lower. So we're ready for that. We've taken some profits, but you know what? A market that's overbought that keeps going higher, that's a sign of a really good bull market. So we're rooting for this move higher to continue. Let's talk about today. Dow Jones today, I think everything finished right at the highs today. A good smart money hour today. Again, another tell, a great smart money hour, unlike yesterday. It's really a mirror image of yesterday. Dow Jones of 264 today, up eight tenths of 1%. That was our loser on the day. Came in the second place today was uh, NASDAQ, up 9.94%, up 113 points. In second place, SP 100, up 0.95%, up 39 points. And our winner, our leader, been leading for a while now, Russell 2000, up 1.5% today. Nice move again. It led the way higher. That's again, folks, that's, that's a lot of our VRA portfolio. And that's certainly Kathy Wood's ARC Innovation ETF. So these are the hardest hit stocks of the last year. Again, first in, first out. These are the ones you want to see continue higher. It tells you most stocks at bottom. This is not an insignificant point, folks. This is a very, very important point. Trying to emphasize that so you understand that the lows are in. The lows are in for most stocks. Now, whether or not this is a bear market rally, we're going to have a retest. No one knows that answer. Anything could happen. But I'm telling you straight up, if we have a retest, I'm selling my home and I'm going in this market. This market has bottomed or is in the process of bottoming. And I think the next move higher, based on the analytics we've been talking about here, I won't bore you with them again today, but the analytics tell us the move higher from here to this point next year is likely going to be in the 20% plus territory. And then we're talking about having potentially uh, both a House and a Senate run by Republicans and a, uh, a feckless Joe President, uh, Joe President, a feckless Joe Biden that has no power whatsoever to do anything to harm this country. Uh, what else today, folks? Uh, let's see here. I, 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 this morning I wrote it up. I'll just mention it today. You know, everybody seems very concerned about the 10-year yield being at 3%. I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of them at all. Tyler talked about yesterday's podcast. The 10-year yield is only going to go... Hear me on this. The 10-year yield is only going to go lower. Now, I don't know, short-term, could spike a little higher. Who knows? But look at the 40-year chart. Look at the trend line that's been in place for 40 years. And it's, it's been tested but never violated. And to, 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 to touch it now, to test it now, the 10-year would have to move to a yield of about 3.8, 3.7% in that range. Again, we're at 3% now. So we've seen the worst stretch uh, for, for bond, U.S. government bonds in the history of the bond market, right? But it's a lot of noise. 
because I see rates going nothing but lower. I think the market knows that too. Pretty sure the market knows that too. Matter of fact, if Kip Harris knows it, the market's already known it. Uh, what else today? Um, I want to mention Ed Hyman. You know, we talk about it all the time. Ed Hyman is the industry-leading economist at Evercore. 50 years ago, he's done this. He's fantastic. This morning, he talked about, is the elephant in the room? Is there a recession? And I won't go through all the reasons, but I have to tell you, his work is exceptional. He does not see a recession. Uh, what he sees instead is that employment remains very strong. Nominal wages and salaries continue to grow. Continuing, continuing claims keep making new lows. So, you know, it's hard to have a recession if, you're, if your jobs data is very strong. Real consumer spending continues to increase. And we've, we've, we're not having a, 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 a yield curve uh, that has been, uh, that's been threatened to turn, to turn negative. So we're just not seeing the signs. I, we hear a lot of people talking, right, about being in a recession or entering one. We're just not seeing the signs of it so far. We'll let you know when we do. Uh, so far, we are not uh, rooting for Jay Powell, hoping that his soft landing is going to be spot-on accurate. That'll be a first for Mr. Powell. He's very accustomed to being wrong consistently. Uh, let's take a look today at the uh, internals. Let me get my system activated again here. All right, here we go. Internals today were kind of interesting because this is not what you normally see. Again, today the semis didn't lead. NASDAQ didn't lead. So, again, when you get a market this overbought, you start to see a little bit of dislocation. I think that's what we're seeing now. That's not a negative. It's just reality. And it's a difference. It's a change in personality. I think we're seeing that now. Uh, for example, today, internals were good. You know, uh, with the market up like this, you would think that might be a little better even. But we did have, we're going to call it, we're going to round up, say two to one advanced decline. We'll take that. However, we had 153 stocks hit new 52 week uh, highs to 246 hit new 52 week lows. So again, that's, you don't want to see that trend begin to resume again. But volume was really good today. We're going to go ahead and round up again for simple math. Three to one positive volume. We'll take it. Also in the um, uh, uh, sector watch today, we had 10 of 11 sectors in time today, led by energy up 3%, uh, oil up big, again big today. Industrials up 1.3%, healthcare up 1.3%, really nothing lower on the day. Uh, consumer discretionary down three tenths of one percent. This is a great day for uh, for our sectors as well. And our commodity watch today, again, pretty good day here from everything. Gold today up eleven dollars an ounce to eighteen fifty five. Silver up seventy cents an ounce to twenty two twenty six. Copper, which we really like here, uh, the move has been fantastic. We think it's going to hit all time highs, which is only what about maybe ten percent higher from here. Uh, copper at 445 a pound right now. And finally, oil again. A uh, big move. Hit, it bounced off 120 today. Hit a high of 120.35 a barrel for closing at 119.93. That's up 1.4% today. And also XLE, which is the energy ETF. I'm writing this up for tomorrow. Hit a new 50-week high. I believe that's a new eight-year high as well. What's amazing about XLE, and I'm writing this up for tomorrow's, uh, uh, for our subscribers tomorrow. It's the highest, uh, it's, it's higher, it's more extended above the 200-day moving average than it's been in many, many years, okay? That's typically a sell signal. 
It's also an extreme overbought on steroids. That's our VRA classification for it's overbought, extreme overbought on every metric that we follow. That's typically a sell signal. It's not a sell signal. At least it's a signal that says stop buying this, this particular investment because it's about to reverse course. However, and this is a big however, every expert that we trust, that we follow, says oil's going to 150 to 200. I think they're right. Tyler called it a couple years ago. He said oil's going to 100. We, he nailed that one. And now the experts we trust are saying 150 to 200. So that bodes very well for energy stocks. I don't think we'll have demand destruction, meaning bad economically, until about 150 that starts. That's when it starts having an impact on the broad economy. Because of inflation, I don't see it as being as big an issue right now. But the thing that really makes the bullish case for energy stocks is that only uh, in the S&P 500, there are only 5% representation from energy stocks in the S&P 500. Imagine that. Only 5%. Back in the day, it was 25%, right? Essentially, technology and energy stocks have flipped in the representation of the S&P 500. And so even though oil, the energy stocks have had this amazing move and they're silver bought, they're so under-owned, right, that investors have to keep scrambling to buy them as oil continues to go higher and natural gas as well. So again, I'll write them for tomorrow. And uh, finally today, folks, Bitcoin. Great news today on Bitcoin. Uh, PayPal is going to allow uh, everybody that owns cryptos to buy and sell and move them in and out of their, uh, of their accounts. That's very good news. Actually, uh, Bitcoin was down today to 29235 That news from PayPal uh, resulted in a pretty furious rally. Right now trading at 31387 only down fractionally on the day. Um, I still believe uh, we have an, a period of underperformance in cryptocurrencies as we uh, kind of, kind of um, shall we say, kind of get rid of some of the people that shouldn't be in the space. Longer term, love it very much. Anyway, good day today for Bitcoin. Great comeback. That's very good to see. Folks, as always, appreciate you listening. Hope you had a great day, an even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.